Hi, I'm Kathy Rushing, host of the podcast Committed, The Entrepreneur Marriage. If your middle name is Restless and you identify with words like innovator, dreamer, changemaker, creative, independent, or you are married to an entrepreneur or heaven help you, you're both entrepreneurs, this podcast is for you. The entrepreneurial journey can be a little wild at times, like uncharted territory. Join me as I talk with others who are at various stages of the entrepreneur process. We'll explore the wisdom and insights they have gained while navigating the ups and downs of the entrepreneur journey. You'll discover that there are many couples who have found ways to thrive in both their marriage and business. I mean, I've learned to trust the ideas that sometimes are kind of sound crazy to me, but trust the process and trust that it's the right thing to do. And it has been. So I just trust it and uh, hold on and I help as much as I possibly can. I'm joined today by Becca and Adam Vogelweed. I met Becca several years ago when I started seeing her for facials. Becca is passionate about sharing her knowledge of healthy skin with her clients. Over time, I recognized that Becca's passion for health extended to all areas of her life. As I've listened to her talk about their marriage and plans for her business, Vogue Skin Care, I knew they would be a good fit for the podcast. This is another episode recorded during the great shutdown of 2020. Is that a term? I think I just made it up. Becca's evolution as a small business owner has a unique twist, reminding us that not all entrepreneurs are big risk takers. Listen in as we hear their remarkable story. Hey, Becca and Adam. Um, Hello. So happy to join you guys on Zoom today. Hi. Hi. You look beautiful, Becca. Oh, thank you. For those that will <laughs> learn shortly, Becca is an esthetician and um, I think the best in the world. But Adam and Becca Volgaweed are my guests today. And um, so let's just start with where you are currently. Um, where do you guys live? How long have you been married? And what kind of work do you do currently? Yeah, so we um, live in Spring Branch, Texas. And uh, that's kind of in the hill country. We love living out here. It's so nice. We have um, about three acres of property. And we've been living here for three years-ish. Um, and we got married out here. So um, we've been married for about three years. Um, oh gosh, I lost a year. I thought it was two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that's the right amount of years, Adam. It flies. <laughs> it just flies. Oh, time flies when you're having fun, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and Adam, what do you do? I'm an elementary school teacher in San Marcos. So um, we each live equal distance away from our jobs, which is in, it's a decent drive, but it's not too bad. And yeah, or I've been a teacher for, 
Okay. I've been a teacher for 11 years. So. Okay. All right. And what is it you teach? I teach art to elementary school kids, kindergarten through fifth grade. Okay. And I happen to know a little bird maybe told me during one of my facials that um, you're not just a teacher. You're an yes. artist. True, mm -hmm. true. I also sculpt limestone in the hill country. So taking rock from the earth and sculpting it into beautiful things for people. Yeah. Do you have, do you have an online store or how do you sell your art? I do, I do. Uh, Vogueart.org is where all of my uh, sculptures are on display. Wonderful. I'm going to check that out. Okay. Today. <laughs> yeah, please do. Perfect. So that's kind of a snapshot of where you, are, where you guys are now, um, but let's take a few steps back. What, what were your plans for work when you guys started dating and how long ago was it that you started dating? Um, well, we have been together for 10 years. Um, and uh, when we met, I was employed uh, by the uh, retreat salon and day spa. And um, Adam was working at his current school where he's still at now. Um, I had no plans to be uh, self-employed at that time. And um, things just kind of developed. Okay, we're gonna get into that more. But um, so you were already teaching Adam, you were working and was that? Nice because I could stop at his house on the way to New Braunfels nice. and see him, um, you know, to and from work. So that helped our relationship as well. But um, Adam is the reason why I am, I was encouraged to, to be self-employed. He is kind of the person that, um, the that person helped to me. blame or thank. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, without his encouragement, I definitely wouldn't be here today. That's so interesting. So Adam, tell me a little bit more about um, what, what prompted you to encourage her in that way? What did you see that maybe she wasn't seeing? Well, I watched it from not really knowing anything about being an esthetician, really, or any knowledge of business. I just, she would drive through town from New Braunfels, maybe come see me, and then off to Austin, and then back and forth, and, you know, time was limited, and mm -hmm. it was, I think, just throwing out an idea, like, why are we doing it like this? Why don't, you know, and I probably never thought anything of it, but lead it to a person with a little bit of a business mind, and she took it and ran with it, huh. so... Interesting. And, and for those of you listening, that time distance is about, um, depending on traffic, but New Braunfels to Austin can be an hour or even more. Exactly. I, I think it was more out of just wanting to hang out with her more. It's like, <laughs> can we consolidate all of these clients somewhere? And <laughs> that may be the most unique reason for starting a business I've heard yet, but I love it. And okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Just go ahead, to Becca. add to that, um, I am extremely um, Type A. I'm a very planned person. Um, my husband Adam 
is the exact opposite. We are opposites everywhere, you know, throughout <laughs> our relationship. I mean, you, th you look at our relationship and anything that we do, we do opposite. Um, so it's very interesting because Adam is not a planner yet. Um, you know, this really unique, outrageous plan came from him, um, which, you know, of course triggered that personality trait in me um, to move forward, you know, with that, that plan. Um, but it's definitely a kind of a unique thing that Adam, Adam encouraged me to do that just because that's not really in his personality trait necessarily. So, uh -huh. um, uh -huh. well, sometimes we can, uh, defy our own personality tendencies. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you, we'll just segue to this and we'll come back to how you started the business. Um, but I'm curious if you guys have ever done personality assessments or. Um, no, actually, I, I personally haven't. Um, I have read the um, Five Love Languages book, uh -huh. but uh -huh. other than that, um, I have not done any personality assessments. Okay, but you know enough about each yourselves and each other to know that your your tendencies so what are what are some of the things that you are opposite in planning you're a planner becca adam yes. not much of a planner i like to go with the flow very spontaneous <laughs> um i mean just as you know like okay i really i cannot go to bed with um with like a dirty kitchen for instance um, and Adam is fine with that. Clean it in the morning. Um, I, I'm really, I want to make sure all the dishes are done. And Adam, of course, doesn't mind the dishes at all, but he cares so much about the laundry, which I care nothing about the laundry. Um, so that's kind of just an example. Also with our house where we live, um, I really care about everything that's going on inside of our house, making it aesthetically pleasing and very comfortable. And Adam, of course, will notice any twig out of place outside. Um, so those are just some examples. Um, but it's really interesting because a lot of uh, things we do, just the way that we think is completely opposite. We disagree. Um, on some things. Yeah, we disagree, you know, about some normal things, but things that actually in the end complement our relationship, you know, it's good that I feel so strongly about this and he feels so strongly about that because I can take care of that item and he takes care of the opposite item. So really, um, we're like two halves that make a whole. That's, that's a beautiful way to put it and a very mm -hmm. practical. So what one is strong in mm -hmm. if the other one isn't, so you're not trying to make the other one like you, right? Exactly. We, do, mm -hmm. we all do that to some degree, <clears throat> at least I do or did or have in 40 years. Um, so the areas that are opposite, where, where are you guys similar? What are the touch points? Values are very similar. Um, okay. You know, what we care about most in life, I think uh, those items fall in line together. Um, we both like the outdoors. We both are really into staying fit and working out and being active. Health, health-minded for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I, again, with nature, I feel like we both um, 
feel much better when we get time in nature. Um, we get to breathe deeper, fresh oxygen. Um, we both enjoy um, meditation, stretching, things like that. We both want children. We both wanted land. We both wanted a vegetable garden, little things like that. We, the, I, I feel like all the important things um, we definitely naturally, organically agreed on from the start. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are, uh, you've been together quite a while, so you have a good track record. Um, did you do any kind of premarital counseling or talk with other couples about, you know, communication? What are some things that we need to be talking about before we get married? Well, for, for us, um, one thing that I tell a lot of people, you know, uh, when we got engaged, we both decided that we wanted to get married outside and probably at the house we live at because we wanted to enjoy those memories for years to come. And um, it was beyond hard to get married at our house. It took us easily six months to transform our property um, and, and the inside of our house. And that was a real test of our relationship. And I often tell people, if you want to test out your relationship, <laughs> have a huge project that is hard to complete, that takes months, not a week, not days, mm -hmm. but months, because you will argue um, and you will figure out how to work together and, you know, kind of team plan to uh, come to this beautiful um, ending. And that, that definitely happened with us, um, not only for our wedding, but just as far as hiking. Um, when we got engaged, Adam took me to the top of a mountain in uh, Colorado and he, we didn't bring enough food and it was very <laughs> challenging. Very well. <laughs> and it was very challenging. And on that hike, you know, you, you're, you're aware of this cause you're in Colorado. Um, you know, when, when you can't breathe. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so each step, once we got closer to the top, one person was saying, I can't do it. And the other person said, let's keep going. And several times we almost did not make it to the top, but through our teamwork, we have, we have made it through so many really, really hard things. Oh my gosh. I love that analogy. And we're going to come back to that in a little bit because, um, the time in which we're recording this, we know what is going on. Great. Well, let's um, let's go back to Becca. So it was sounds like it was more just um, a matter of convenience and a way to see Adam more, <laughs> to um, spend a little bit more time in New Braunfels and see clients there. So tell us where it went from there. Yeah. So um, I worked the two jobs and I luckily had a job in which I could uh, take more days off of my schedule. If you only wanted to work one or two days at the facility I was at in Austin, you could. So as okay. I got busier in New Braunfels, I took more days off of my um, Austin schedule and eventually um, I quit my job in Austin. And about that time, Adam and I decided that we wanted to move in together. Um, we were together for, I think about four years or three years before we moved in together. 
um, which is really helpful for our relationship. I think we both would agree with that. Um, just not rushing into things and giving some time for um, something exciting in the future. Um, you know, if you rush into things often, I feel like you miss out on the excitement. So from, from there, I, um, I moved to San Marcos with Adam and worked in New Braunfels and my business continued to evolve from there. And at what point or how long ago did you completely go on your own? 2013 is when I made the transition. Okay, so it's been about seven years. Mm -hmm. And is that the space um, I, I have been seeing Becca for, oh goodness, I don't know, a couple years. I wish I had found her years ago. <laughs> I have learned, I've told her so many times she needs to clone herself because <laughs> I've just learned so much. I mean, she really is so passionate about what she does and she's a teacher and, you know, she doesn't just slap on a facial and send you on your way. She teaches you how to take care of your skin and her passion is very evident. So is that the space where I um, yes. saw you? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and that space I actually found because I had a friend that owned that building and I asked her if I could just rent for one day a week and I went from one day a week to two days to three days to four days and then I quit my job. And um, I was in that space for seven years okay. before I moved. Okay. And so the pattern we're seeing is that um, you are very intentional, as you said, very, um, did you use the word perfectionist or? That would be I, a good word. Or you may have said something different. <laughs> I don't want to put no, words in your mouth. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. But you're very um, intentional. And um, in other words, you're not a big risk taker. And I think a lot of no. times when people think about starting a business, they think there has to be huge risk involved, like, you know, no pain, no gain or something. But there are different types of entrepreneurs, right? And you're definitely the type, of, you know, small business person, you've been a solo person, but you also, so what was the decision point where you, um, you hired an assistant? Mm-hmm. When was yeah. that? So two years ago ish, um, I, my books were a hundred percent full and I was starting to feel stagnant. Um, you know, often when you feel like you can't grow anymore, you feel stuck. Um, I definitely started feeling stuck and that at that point I had the decision between either staying where I'm at, being very comfortable, which is absolutely fine, or growth. Um, and I don't like to be stagnant as a human being. So um, I definitely chose growth. And uh, I did hire my sister, who is as close to a clone as you can possibly get. <laughs> um, and she was a wonderful addition to the business and has definitely paved the way for um, more time for me to work on other parts of the business. Um, and our growth has been slow. A lot of business owners, I think, do decide on a plan. They jump into that plan. They hire employees. Um, that's not how it worked with me. I, I loved what I did. And I think a lot of the passion is what pushed me mm -hmm. and 
organically caused the growth. I'm not a risk taker, but a lot of the things I have done um, have really pushed the limits for my personality with that. Okay. Yeah. I think, I just think it's good for people to hear that entrepreneurs or people that start a small business or a solo practice of some kind, they don't all look the same. There are ways to do it without being a huge risk taker. Um, did you ever do a business plan? Absolutely. Um, actually, in uh, I, I guess about three years ago, around the time I was starting to feel stagnant, I uh, my father actually gave me a book. Um, the book is called E Myth. Oh, such a good book. <sighs> Absolutely. That that was my big turning point. I never thought growth was going to be something I could truly do, but the E Myth showed me a, a route to take and it made complete sense to me. And um, I, I actually not only read the book, but I got an E-Myth coach, which I would tell anybody is like a year of business class. And I developed systems for every part of my business, which took some of the risk out. Of course, there's always risk, but um, it systemized every single part of my business, which I'm still using today. Awesome. And it, is this, did you, as a couple, discuss the business or the future of the business? Adam, did you continue to have input once you had this idea? I mean, a little bit. It's, it's something that we worked at every single day for years. So it is the topic of dinner discussion. It is something we chat about after I get off work. It's, it's, I, I did not have a huge part in the whole plan, but along the way, uh, we chat about everything. So I'm aware of everything going on and try to be as supportive as I can all yeah. the way through. Yeah. And I think it's important and couples have different tolerance levels for how much they talk about the business, um, whether it's one or both of you that, that have a business. Um, and it's great to talk about it. Uh, what, what do you find in the benefit of that, Becca, being able to talk through ideas or challenges with Adam? Well, Adam is the peacemaker. He is the person that um, basically normalizes a lot of my ideas that I have. He is um, far more patient than I am. And he has a lot of those qualities that I actually don't have. Like I was saying before, we are opposite. So I know anything that I may have a question about or an idea about, um, I will put that through Adam first. Um, the Adam and, filter. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The Adam filter is um, what I trust most in life with most things. Um, mm -hmm. He is the most logical sweet person I've ever met. I mean, he's, he's definitely the person I can count on for um, a really good, um, really good feedback and um, logical feedback for sure. Um, so he may say that he's not been a part about, of, a, of a lot of the things in the business, but um, I would probably say Adam's the, the foundation of the business. Hmm. Has he ever given you advice that you didn't agree with? 
Of course. <laughs> of course. Today? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, again, we're opposite. So if I have an idea, uh, often I will present it to Adam and he looks at things from the other side that I maybe my brain doesn't really work in that department as much. Uh -huh. Um, so he, he looks at it in a different way and, um, it, it really brings me back down to, you know, a normal level sometimes. And sometimes it brings me up to a level that I need to be and not maybe feeling confident about something. Um, Adam can bring me to that confident place. And financially, do you guys, is your business separate from your uh, joined finances or how do you, and just only as specific as you want to be. I don't mean to get too personal there, yeah. but yeah. Um, so I started my company um, as a sole proprietor and uh, I guess probably three or four years ago. Um, and keep in mind, I would consider this a family business. Um, of course, okay. my sister's involved um, and Adam is the vice president of, of the company. Oh, well, congratulations. I did not know that, Adam. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, and, you know, I started my business as Skin Essentials in 2013 and rebranded um, in 2019 to Vogue Skincare mm -hmm. um, in relation to my last name, Vogelweed. Um, so at that point, uh, we also decided to change from a sole proprietorship to um, a S Corp. And um, that basically reorganized our, our business, um, you know, in lots of different ways. Um, and it creates an umbrella. And actually, Adam does have kind of a small side business that he can tap into with some of his sculpture um, as Vogue Art. And then I'm Vogue Skincare. Um, and, you know, our, our, as far as our finances go, um, everything is separate for sure. Um, and it works really nice. It's very organized that way. And I would recommend that for anybody. Okay. So you have your, your company finances and then you pay yourself a salary. And Absolutely. Y'all decide <laughs> how you disperse that. Yes. Um, so it, it has evolved slowly. And what I remember, and it's been a little while since I've seen you because we've moved away, sadly, and I don't know how to do virtual facials. I do keep ordering Awkward. the product. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, and now you rub under your eyes. Move to the left. Move to the left. <laughs> but um, what I remember is that for quite a while, you had been looking for um, a building to purchase. Tell me about that decision point and what prompted that? Yes. Um, so during that time of transition, when I was becoming more passionate about growth instead of being stagnant, um, I then started the process of, um, of course, saving money. Um, I come from a family where we are savers. Um, so I am very, very, very frugal. Um, and Adam is nodding vehemently. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I'm kind of the type of person too. once I have a plan, I, and once I decide I'm going for it, it will happen no matter what the sacrifice is. Mm. So at that transition time, I decided that I wanted, I wanted to move and I was paying rent 
and I wanted to own, I wanted the investment. I love New Braunfels, Texas. Um, you know, we're German, it's German there. We love worst best. Um, we wanted, we wanted to definitely grow within the city. And so at that time I decided I wanted to, um, expand and hopefully find a, a building that fits in with, um, our unique culture at Vogue Skincare. And it took a while. It did. It did. But, mm -hmm. but I got one this yes. year, this la last year. Mm -hmm. Took so two years, right? Oh, two years. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that process of renovating. Did you have a lot of renovate? You bought an older house. Mm -hmm. the, the building was built in 1942, I believe. And um, we did. We looked for buildings for a very long time. We saved money for a very, very, very long time. A lot of sacrifices were made during that time. And that was a sacrifice you both made, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, um, I'm definitely a bit of a workhorse. I, I worked many, many hours to save and, you know, to, to create space financially for this opportunity. Um, and Adam as well, because, you know, we share finances and there's a lot of things that we didn't purchase. We haven't purchased um, that people our age have. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we definitely worked really, really hard during that, that time to create space for that. But um, during the time in which we found the building, it was very exciting. You know, it felt a lot like um, the time when we were preparing for our wedding and getting our um, house ready for the wedding at our house. It was, it was one of those times where you know, I got real OCD about getting everything done. And um, we slept at that building every weekend um, until it was ready. Wow. Wow. How long did it take you guys to renovate? Um, well, we, we only had a ready. month. We only had a month. Oh, my. And she worked all the way through. So not much time. It was wow. after work, nighttime, before work. <laughs> did it. You did it. So when did you actually open in this new location? We opened uh, November, I think, 6th, the beginning of November of 2019. Yep. And you had a really, I was so sad to miss it, but you had what looked like a really fun grand opening. And then um, for whatever our listeners are listening to this. We're recording this May 11th, 2020, also known as the time the world shut down. Mm -hmm. So your grand opening was when? It was February 29th, 2020, uh, leap year. Oh, I didn't realize that. I mean, I yeah. knew it was leap year. I didn't realize that was the date of your grand opening. Yeah. That, the extra day of 2020, we spent celebrating our business. That's so cool. And then tell us what has happened since then. Yeah. So we um, closed our doors March 18th to clients for safety reasons, um, which we were happy to do so. The safety of the community is always our top priority. And um, we were out of work from that point um, until now, and we reopen 
May 18th, which is next Monday, a week from today. All right. So tell us a little bit about what that challenge has been like for the two of you. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, initially, for me personally, it was very scary. I I don't give myself a lot of uh, extra free time. Um, so that alone is a little bit scary, um, not knowing how long it was going to last, who is going to get sick, you know, our parents, we want them to be healthy and safe. Um, but as far as the business goes, uh, I think it just being unsure of what was to come was really, really scary. Um, of course I live off commission, so um, when people aren't seeing me, I do not get paid. Um, so that is that's really scary. And um, I don't know how yeah. how did you feel, Adam? I mean, it was it's scary for for me too. Opening up mm-hmm. a brand new location and then having this happen right at the beginning is stressful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think in this time off you know, there was little amazing things happening the whole time. It allowed us to take a step back and look at the business and allowed her to write up more like business plans and systems. And I mean, she, she worked all the way through it, you know? Really? Yeah. So you used it productively, Becca. Yeah. And, and as a couple, I think, um, it's given us more space to talk freely about how we want to move forward um, and life, not only with the business, but with our small family and, um, you know, things like that. You, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. the movement is so, so quick in life that this, this time, this space to, to think is, re- is really valuable and was very valuable for both of us. Yeah. Mark and I have had some conversations about what are we going to keep doing, stop doing, or or what did we stop doing that maybe will continue forward and um but keep doing stop start doing, stop doing. How about you guys? What what is something that you'll keep doing possibly? One thing that we've gotten to do is spend more time at home. And mm-hmm. to kind of enjoy like the evening time. She's usually still working in the evening, but we take a break and we try to go walk out in the backyard and walk down the the route that we built in our backyard for the wedding. And we kind of mm-hmm. visit down, uh, visit the tree that we got married the under. Vow and, tree. and we... The what tree? Um, it... I, we call it the vow tree. The the oh. walk the trail down is the exact same trail that we both walk down um, the aisle to. So every mm. night when we walk down that trail, it it's pretty special to us. And you know, I I feel like we kind of get to relive that moment um, on a daily basis if we choose to do so. Yeah. Well, why don't you guys come to Colorado and we can find a peak and you can. <laughs> Yeah. Has there been a time, I mean, what you described when you were climbing that mountain peak, such, mm-hmm. again, just such a visual. Um, 
where one thinks, I just, I can't go on anymore. And the other says, yes, we can. Have you guys hit a point, especially during this, um, you know, when we've all been at home and we're all just grieving, really. I listened to a great podcast by Brene Brown um, on grief and kind of collective grief that we're all experiencing, but that's another topic. It's such a great picture of marriage that most of the time one of us is up when the other one is down, but there are times when we're both down. Have you guys hit a point like that? And how did you move through that if you did? Yeah, I, I think through this um, self-isolation, um, we've gone through, we both separately and together go have gone through waves of, I'll call it discomfort, um, not really knowing what exactly it is, but knowing that we don't feel normal. Mm -hmm. And I definitely go through that um, as a female, my emotions are more wavy than Adam's probably are, mm -hmm. but um, I think that we're really, really good at being transparent with each other and uh, communication and our relationship comes first. Um, and we don't go very many hours without um, talking and just, you know, just talking through things. Uh, that's, that's probably how we've gotten through most of our situations and our relationship. Um, when one of us is feeling down, mm -hmm. we're really good at noticing it. Mm -hmm. And she has taught me how to then talk about it, you know, because you can, you can change it or you can make it better or you can at least identify it. And that makes it feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Yeah, one of the takeaways, I went back and listened to that podcast twice. Um, it was with um, David Kessler, who wrote a book on the sixth stage of grief, of finding meaning. And he talked about you can't, um, if you can't name what you feel, so you have to name it to feel it. If you can't feel it, you can't heal it. And I thought that was so good because I think what you described yeah. is things just don't feel right, you know, but mm -hmm. there is some loss for everyone. Everyone, you know, has some sort of something that they've lost out on, whether it's work or high school graduation, whatever it is. Um, were you guys able to um, uh, apply for or receive any government um, assistance, any of the loan plans that came out? So um, with uh, my lender that I'm very close with and uh, my CPA, I, I've been advised professionally uh, quite a bit, which I highly recommend for anybody that's Great, looking yes. for an area to spend a little extra money, spend it there. I definitely applied for every single government assistance I could. Um, and we really have not gotten much, but um, I do believe that going forward, we will have some assistance. Um, and yeah, even just applying for those items mm -hmm. felt good for me, like I was trying. Right, right. Yeah. And a big benefit, I don't know where you bank, but our bank is still in New Braunfels. It used to be an independent bank, which are really, really hard to find anymore. But yeah, um, this yeah. bank has been um, bought by 
you know, it's now part of prosperity. Um, and they were just great. I mean, it was like real people you could talk to, whereas our son, uh, was with Chase and they were like, they, they really were pretty clueless what to do. So Mm -hmm. don't mean to bash on Chase, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, there were plenty of big banks that had the same story, but I think to your point, Becca, to have a good relationship with a banker and not just an entity is great advice. What would you all say, given this really tough time that, you know, for as careful as you are about planning, Becca, nobody could see this coming, right? Absolutely not. Right. So what would you say to a couple that came to you and and they're thinking about starting a business or buying a business? Patience, which I don't have a lot of. Um, (laughs) Don't don't rush it. Nothing good comes easy. Let your your roots grow. You won't see the success for maybe a year or two years, but that plant will grow. And once it grows, it will flourish. It will bloom and it will look beautiful and it will be you because you put all that blood, sweat, and tears into that plant. Um, So patience is hugely important, but also have a plan. I mean, how on earth can you move forward without some sort of foundation um, at all? So I think what has saved us through this situation is patience, of course, drive, of course, um, but I don't know. Can I add something to that? Absolutely. Um, she is really, she loves what she does. She feels so strongly about helping people and teaching them about their skin. Yeah. I think that really helps in this business because if, if she didn't like what she did so much, it would be hard to do so many hours every day to devote your weekends and to devote... So I think that is huge that she just loves what she does and it shows in her effort and the amount she puts into it. Yeah, that, that is great. What somebody said, um, find what you love and you'll never go to work a day in your life. So true. And yet it is a lot of work. And as you said, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. And and so powerful, Adam, that you've, you have been so much a part of the team. I very much get that picture that you guys are a team, Mm -hmm. even though Becca's doing the work, the bulk of it. um, But the person, the other person on that team, I think is very important. And you've given us a beautiful example of that. Tell us a little bit about, um, because I've I've always been impressed that you all just have a very sweet, um, loving partnership, just two best friends. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that you're very intentional about your relationship, but for our listeners, what are some things that you all do to maintain the the fun friendship and intimacy in your marriage? Well, one thing that um, I value a lot in our relationship is how active we are together. Um, We work out together um, as often as we can. 
um, a lot of the things we do, we do as a team, even if we're not uh, doing that item physically together, we have planned it together um, and kind of gotten to that point. We may not be executing fully together at that moment, but um, we were we both were just as much a part of the process, um, which means we both are really passionate about that. Um, but definitely we are, we are both very, very active together. Um, we work out on a daily basis, um, even if it means going out in the yard um, and watering the plants, which is a lot of work when you have so many plants. Um, <laughs> but I would say being active together, it's it, working out and sweating and that that's hard work. And if you can look across the the garage in our case and see the other person suffering the same way you are and, <laughs> and, and saying out loud, let's keep going. Then, um, you know, I feel like you can overcome a lot of things mm. um, in life. How about you? Yeah, we do a lot of things together. We cook together, like even watering, we water together. We, okay, I'm going to take these three plants. You take this, you go around the side of the house. You know, there's, we we have a little plan and 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 just like we tackled you know making a venue for a wedding in our backyard we kind of tackle every little obstacle that we have like even today we had you know wake up at this time you're gonna head here i'm gonna water the plants in the back of the shop i mean there was like we had a little plan for it and we yeah. worked together really well i truly believe um anything we've most of the things we've accomplished, the only reason we've been able to accomplish them on the level we have is because we did it together. There's no way on earth I would have ever been able to get to the point where I am uh, in the business without Adam involved. Hmm. Kudos. Kudos to you guys both. So what is, what is the future of Vogue skincare? Where do you go from here once you're able to reopen and get going um, again? So uh, we actually hired, just hired uh, our first, our second esthetician um, last week. And uh, she starts next Wednesday with us. And so you are going to clone yourself. <laughs> I am working on the clone process currently. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we, um, you know, we definitely want to start a family and grow our, our Vogue family here at home. <laughs> and um, through, through that, um, you know, I definitely need some assistance. And um, I mean, the future of of Vogue. I, I would love to, um, of course, still focus on skin education within the New Braunfels community, but I would like to spread that uh, education through the Hill Country. I would like to eventually maybe open a second location in Blanco near our house. And um, it's, it's mostly about skin education. Skin cancer is the leading cancer in the United States. And we are all in the sun. We love vitamin. We love vitamin D. We love the rivers. But how are we all going to stay educated on how to take care of our skin properly um, going forward? Great. Anything to add to that, Adam? Just long for the ride, you know? I mean, I'm excited <laughs> about all of this stuff. <laughs> He's like, go, Becca, go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've learned to trust 
the ideas that sometimes are kind of sound crazy to me, but trust the process and trust that it's the right thing to do. And it has been. So I just trust it and uh, hold on and I help as much as I possibly can. And Right. And that speaks a lot to your, again, the strength of your relationship. You know, you, you, every step you take builds more trust, right? And so the bigger steps become a little easier because you have so much history and good history exactly. together. Fantastic. Exactly. Well, you guys have been awesome guests. Tell us if anybody wants to reach either of you, um, what's the best way to reach you? And I'll put it in the show notes. Um, they can reach us at Becca, B-E-K-A-H, at uh, VOGSkincare.com. That's Becca at VogueSkincare.com. Okay. And your art, which I'm going to go check out. Adam. It's VOGART.org. Okay. VogueArt.org. That's the best way to find me. Great. Anything else, any parting words or anything else you would like to share with our listeners before you guys get back out to watering your plants? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, um, like I said, patience is uh, really important. Um, I notice in a, a lot of relationships through our friends that um, very easily they will rush to the next step. And something that we've done in our relationship from the beginning is slow, slow. What's the rush in life? You have, okay. you have all this time to enjoy it. So why rush to the next step? Because every step is another link in the growth chain that's very important. And without it, um, something may lack in the future. Wonderful. Well, we will end on that note and I want to thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank Have you. a great time in the hill country. We will. Thank you. Have a great time in the mountains. Oh, uh, we are. We are. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find a full transcript and show notes along with more marriage resources at kathyrushing.com. That's Kathy with a K, rushing.com. Do you happen to know a couple that you would like to hear interviewed for the podcast? Send me their information at info at kathyrushing.com or there's a form in the footer of my website that makes it super easy. I'm always scouting for couples that are willing to share their story as we explore the intersection of marriage and business. You're building a life together. Make it a great one. See you next time.